Hello everyone, welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, encourage, and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Allison Brown, and she is a wealth empowerment coach, a best-selling author, and a real estate investor. So I'm so excited to get to know her, get to know her life story and all of these different hats that she wears and just excited to get get to know more about her. So how are you doing today, Allison? I am doing great and I'm so excited that you are having me as a guest. Thank you so much. I'm excited for you to be here. So I wanna let you go ahead and let the audience know a little bit more about you and what you do. Yes, exactly. Like you said, I am a newly best-selling author. I am a wealth empowerment coach and a real estate investor, along with being a wife and a mom and a controller still for a civil engineering firm. So I do wear a lot of hats Mm -hmm. um, and it it hasn't always been like this. There's been seasons of my life where I had to do less um, Mm -hmm. when my child was really small. That's a very demanding time in their life. Um, Mm -hmm. But now that she's a little bit older, uh, it's just been really fun to delve back into things that really resonate with me. And that's where coaching and speaking and writing come in outside of what I do for my corporate career. Um, Mm -hmm. And a while back, I listened to something talking about people that have a lot of interests, the multi-potential, you know, should you focus on one thing or should you try to do all the things and, you know, Mm -hmm. balance, obviously. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it can sound to some people, it can sound like, wow, you're just all doing so many things, but Mm -hmm. you just find the things that really resonate with you. And they actually all have a beautiful way of interlocking. Mm -hmm. I found on my journey. So yeah, I think that's, that's a lot of things that people ask, like, how, how are you able to balance all these things? Like, for instance, with me, you know, I have a, a consulting firm a fitness line and a nonprofit, but all of them kind of intertwine within each other. So it's not really ne- necessarily to say that they're separate from each other, even though they are their separate businesses, they all inter, inter- like you said, interlock and then just kind of commingle with each other and work together. So I think that's key. But a lot of people probably want to know, how is it that you balance your entrepreneurial career with your work career? It is a challenge. It is a challenge. Um, I am fortunate to be in a place where I've been with my current employer for six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and after I had my daughter, I, I knew I couldn't keep doing 40 hours a week with the set schedule they had. And so I negotiated right. to go down to 35 as my normal mm-hmm. schedule. And okay. I would flex up it when I was busier. There are times mm-hmm. of the month with my job that I'm busier. And mm-hmm. they were open to that. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, also because when you have a child, you start to realize like time is really precious and Mm -hmm. with working a lot during the day, you get limited time with her or him. Um, so that was part of the reason for asking. And then this entrepreneurial thing came about end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to kind of capitalize on some flexibility. I still have in my schedule. And then I have, you know, a supportive husband who is basically a born entrepreneur, has always been an entrepreneur. So he kind of gets it, but he mm-hmm. gets to use, you know, his whole week to build all mm-hmm. of his interests. And so when I need support on the weekends, he is um, ready to pitch in for that. But it's, it's about doing the things that I think really bring me joy and mm-hmm. my audience can sense that. And that's where I spend most of my time. So I don't worry about spinning my wheels, doing all this other stuff. 
Um, I that's why I, I focus on the coaching, the writing and the speaking, because that's what really brings me joy. I love it. I love it. I think we do have to realize that we're only given one life. So why not make it enjoyable instead of just being miserable, doing something that, you know, we kind of like, but we don't really like, you know, so I think that's really important. Um, so how did you get started with your entrepreneurial journey? Did you start working first or did you kind of start both of those together? I definitely started working straight out of college um, because I used to be very heavily motivated by money and there's nothing wrong with that. I actually, right. hello, I'm a wealth empowerment coach. <laughs> I love money. I want more of it. Universe, me please hear me. <clears throat> but being solely motivated by it has long mm -hmm. since that ship has sailed for me. Like mm -hmm. this year, if it has taught us anything, us meaning our household is we're super resilient and we stay really flexible um, and you're just open to opportunities and they're going to look different. Like there's so many things you can't control in the world being open to those opportunities. So I started working straight out of college, definitely didn't have an entrepreneurial mindset because I graduated mm -hmm. with, there weren't a lot of them, but I graduated with student loan debt. I, I, I talk about this in the new book um, of how I, my journey kind of looked different from other people and that benefited me. And I went to a private school and I graduated with very, very minimal debt, but I still had mm -hmm. debt. Right. And so that was when I graduated, I was like, I have to be able to support myself, pay off these mm -hmm. loans and like get myself right side up. Like that mm -hmm. was my mindset. And so right. I've been in my career field now for 10 years and mm -hmm. the loans were paid off at year seven, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I, like I said, I, I mo money is great, but I'm not just like, Hey, I feel locked in this role because of money. I have right. lots of options. Mm -hmm. And I think the entrepreneurial journey definitely started for me with meeting my husband. Cause he was born and raised by entrepreneurs. His parents like grew their own yeah. company, like always did mm -hmm. their own thing. Um, right. my parents were definitely much more like you get a job, you have a steady paycheck, da, 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 like more employee mindset, which there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. I right. just had never been exposed to mm -hmm. being a business owner, being an entrepreneur um, until later in my life. Right. Um, and yeah, and there is, there's a lot of things you have to start to wrap your mind around like, okay, there's not going to be a guaranteed paycheck. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, how can I do this? And what does this look like? And um, it's kind of a dance. Like some people I think prefer to completely just go out and they'd rather just mm -hmm. be their own boss and mm -hmm. they'll take their chances. And I'm a little bit more like, okay, I'm going to do both for as long as I can, because mm -hmm. that just makes sense to me. So, right. No, definitely. And I think like during the time that we're in now, we kind of see that nothing really is guaranteed. It's kind of like you have to, it's a dog eat dog world. You kind of got to fight for what you want. Um, so where would you say your mindset started to turn from that money hungry mindset to looking for fulfillment and joy necessarily, but still, you know, after the money, but you know, you know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I, so I pinpoint it back to, um, my husband was, uh, we were real estate investors since 2014, but mm -hmm. I was more like I'm involved, but I'm not as involved. Like, if that makes sense, like I was kind of right. like, I'm going to be over here working the W2 job and you go and do that. And I'll participate with you to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Um, but in 2018, he gave me a book, um, that he had gotten at an event he went to, got it signed by the author mm -hmm. and it's called rich women by Kim Kiyosaki. 
and I read oh, it and it, um, yeah. Is it, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, a, I love it's, this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So if you've heard of them, um, mm -hmm. I, I read her book and at the time my daughter was really small, like less than a year. And I remember mm -hmm. feeling two things like super inspired and encouraged by what she wrote mm -hmm. and also super overwhelmed because mm -hmm. I was like, I am a mom. I am working basically full-time 35 hours still feels full-time. Mm -hmm. And I have this small child, like how right. she really advocates for women to be uh, aware of their financial futures and take a mm -hmm. role in planning for their financial futures. And she mm -hmm. recommends a multitude of ways you can do that. They're obviously very heavy in real estate. Um, mm -hmm. So that really resonated with me, but I also just remember feeling like how I was so stuck in the how of how I was going to do this on top of everything else that mm -hmm. it took me almost two years. I think it was by the end of 2019, I really started feeling like this is something like, you know, you have the skill set to do this. You can't stop. Mm -hmm. You can't keep hiding behind the why and the how mm -hmm. and the, well, the why was there. Like I wanted more, I ultimately want more time freedom um, right. to build the life I really want to spend mm -hmm. as much time as I can with my family. Most people that resonates, like they love that, um, right. but the how of like, ah, so <laughs> releasing that of like, it'll work itself out and just mm -hmm. start taking steps to, to get more in alignment with where you want to be. So one of mm -hmm. them was I hired a coach mm -hmm. and I started writing and I started a Facebook group to talk to women around wealth and what they should be aware of. Cause I really resonate well with like Kim's message on, mm -hmm. you need to be informed. Like, don't think it's going to be taken care of for you. That's right. even if At you're all. like, yeah, if you have At a financial all. planner, yeah. like you're like, oh, I have a guy for that. You still need to be aware and informed. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes for women, we tend to not be confident. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why we just like, we abdicate it. We're like, oh, that's mm -hmm. too confusing for me. I can't understand that. Um, and that's not right. If, if you do feel that way, then you're probably aligned with the wrong type of advisor or planner or strategy. Um, mm -hmm. You should feel like excited about the things you invest in and where you spend right. your, your, your money. So, right. And I, I think that's important to actually just to know a little bit more about like what you do. Like, for instance, if I have someone running Facebook ads for me, I want to know how it works, at least for the basics so that I know, you know, what's going on. I don't want to just be giving somebody money blindly and, you know, they could really be doing whatever with it. And I would not know, I wouldn't have like the slightest clue. So, you know, sometimes people are like, wow, you know, a lot of stuff. I'm like, listen, I feel like it's like my, my first nature to be able to like know this stuff. And I have to know it in order for me to be successful in it. Because it's like, if you just kind of hand things off and like, don't even try to learn something about it, how are you involved? How are you going to be involved in your success? Yes. And I think some things I've learned through various things I've tried and collaborations I've done, or even people I've just hired to help with things. Mm -hmm. I sometimes don't always do the best uh, job of asking enough questions or the mm -hmm. right questions to start with. And it's all mm -hmm. just a learning process. Like be gracious mm -hmm. with yourself. You're not going to know everything out of the gate. Right. Um, but take the lessons as they come. And that's mm -hmm. one that's been coming back to me of like, slow down. I get so excited about opportunity, you know, like, <laughs> oh, and I get really passionate and I just want to do it. And I want to be a yes, but mm -hmm. it's like, oh, once you get into something, you're kind of like, oh, I didn't think to ask this question. 
and this question and this, this, I was not expecting that. So mm -hmm. slow, sometimes you need to slow down. Like you said, understand the process for mm -hmm. anything you spend your money on in your business right. or in your life. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. And then jumping back to um, where you talked about, you know, not knowing or being exposed to the entrepreneurial mindset, I think is really important for women and girls and just, you know, youth in general to um, know the things and be able to know what is out there in the world, just to be able to make that decision. And I think being able to, you know, bring platforms like this, where you have different women just sharing different things. I mean, I've had women who have done things that they're the only one doing it, or you have women who are in a pool of women that are doing the same thing. So I think just being able to be exposed to it at an earlier age and be able to make that decision for yourself is really important because honestly, what do we learn in school? We learn like a few careers and then we're like, okay, I guess I got to choose from this little selection here. <laughs> yep. Yep. And women as a, as a generalization, we tend to be very risk averse. And so mm -hmm. risk is, is it goes hand in hand with entrepreneurship. Like it just does. Right. And so we tend to be like, oh, but we our st our stability is really tied to you know, you got to have insurance and you got to have a steady paycheck and you got to have, you know, mm -hmm. we're trained that way to a certain mm -hmm. extent. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, now that we have a child of our own, it'll be interesting to see how we can encourage her to mm -hmm. anything is possible. You know, right. um, it doesn't have to be one way. It, mm -hmm. There's multitudes of ways to step into your gifts and how you mm -hmm. can serve and how you can show up and how you can uh, choose what you're going to be. So I mm -hmm. think that's a, that's a much uh, more exciting perspective. Right. I love how you said, you know, there's more than one way to do something. And I think most of the time, especially when we go to college, we're getting degrees, we may be studying pre-med and we may feel like, oh, the only route for me to take is a doctor or a nurse when there's so many different things that you can do with that degree but we're just not expanding our minds or being introduced to those different avenues that we can take for ourselves. Um, how would you say your definition has, of success has changed and how is it continuously changing to this day? Yeah, it has changed a lot. I think from the time I, I went to college, I went to college actually later. Um, mm -hmm. I meant to take a year off and it turned into five. So by the time I graduated, <laughs> I was, I know it's kind of like, what? But yeah, everybody's <laughs> journey, you're totally Everybody at your own different. pace. Yeah, Hi. totally at your own pace. Um, so by the time I graduated, I was 27 mm -hmm. and I knew like, I need to get a job. I need to like pay my bills. Um, I also was single with no children. So your mm -hmm. what your life looks like at that point is drastically different now that it's like married, child, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. um, I also, this was just the way that it worked out. I've always worked for like smaller companies that are in a growth cycle. I've never mm -hmm. worked for a corporation. And mm -hmm. I think people that fall right into corporate tend to get on that corporate track and they yeah. might stay there because it's, it's very viable. Uh, if you More follow stable. the corporation that you like, you mm -hmm. can grow such a career. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that my career hasn't grown. It's just smaller organizations don't have as many, they don't have like a path charted out for you. Mm -hmm. So you do kind of have to stay a little bit more flexible. So I think that that helped me in mm -hmm. that you can only grow so much in a smaller organization. 
Um, mm-hmm. So either you start coming to them with ideas of how you could continue to grow your skill set and increase mm-hmm. your pay and, you know, whatever, build, build yourself, build a career, mm-hmm. build it yourself with right. the company, the small company you're with. Mm-hmm. Or you have to say, you know, okay, let's be honest. If money were no object, I'm probably not a lifer. Like it does sound nice to me to have more time freedom and mm-hmm. be able to say, you know, I need to, sometimes what we do for real estate, we do some traveling and we meet up with other investors and we do educational things. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have to feel like I'm restricted on my vacation time, which mm-hmm. you could request taking unpaid time, but then the right. work is still waiting for you when you get back. So <laughs> if you could structure, <laughs> yeah, if you could structure something where you know, some of it does itself with whether you show up or not. Like people talk about mm-hmm. passive income. Um, that's really how my su- vision of success has changed. I love it. I love it. So what would you say along your journey is one of, let's, okay. I know it's hard to say one, but what would you say is maybe your top three life lessons that you've learned as you've transitioned throughout your journey? Well, the first one for sure would be wherever you are, you are exactly on time. Like Mm -hmm. my life has gone at exactly the pace it should have gone at. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can't look back thinking, oh, I should have gone to college right away. Or, oh, I should have done this. Or, oh, I should have like, wherever you are in your journey, just be reconciled Mm -hmm. with you're exactly on time, but you Mm -hmm. still have lots of opportunity to be exactly who you want to be. Like right. it's, it's not game over till literally the final buzzer rings and it's the end of your life. So mm-hmm. wherever you are today, it's exactly where you, you're on time, but you have mm-hmm. plenty of time to take advantage of new opportunities, make those changes, capitalize on those dreams. Um, mm-hmm. Couple other major turning points. Like for me personally, it was going to college because mm-hmm where I was at in my social circle and my life and like all that stuff before that was going to kind of just keep me there. Like it Mm -hmm. wasn't a growth circle. Um, it was, it was a smaller town with less opportunity. So Mm -hmm. that's not in everyone's story. Um, Mm -hmm. but it was essential for me because it Mm -hmm. was like a bridge to more opportunity, to meeting more people, to moving Mm -hmm. to a different state than moving to another different state. Like Mm -hmm. it just, you know, that was part of my journey. Be open to what it's going to look like for you right? is, is what I would say on that. Mm-hmm. And then I think a third one to land on is just like this year has taught us um, nothing's guaranteed and be flexible. I love it. And I love, um, you know, how you talked about be on your own time, especially in this time, in this time that we're living in social media era where, you know, everyone's showing everything of their life and it kind of a lot of younger children or younger adults, they kind of feel like, you know, I'm behind a little bit because I'm supposed to be an adult, but I'm also, I really don't know what I want to do type of thing. So I think that's important to just live your own journey, live your own life, just, you know, focus on yourself and then everything will come the way it should. And then um, where you talked about, you know, just understanding what it is that you want to do and all those things. I think that's really important. So um, what would you say is one thing you would tell women around the world to inspire them to dream without limitations? I would say regularly look at some of the thoughts you have and how they are limiting you and how they are holding you back. 
-hmm. I didn't really get too into like actually making lists or identifying limiting beliefs until recently. I want to say within the last couple of years, I really was intentional about like, and are they around money? Are they around success? Are they around, um, what I think as a woman, like how am I like saying, well, you know, I can't do that because of X, Y, Z, like just really start mm -hmm. to pay attention to those things. Um, mm -hmm. and then answer those with, with more expansive beliefs to replace mm -hmm. them. Because the more you think like, oh, I could never be an entrepreneur. Well, mm -hmm. then you're never going to be one because right. you have that thought <laughs> in your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, but cool if you don't want to be one, but if you are an entrepreneur who keeps thinking, I, I don't know that I can do this, or I could never yeah. do this, mm -hmm. it's going to keep cropping up. So right. until you replace that, yeah, until you replace mm -hmm. it with something that is going to serve you better of like, I'm totally qualified to be an entrepreneur. And here are three reasons why, like start thinking on that. Right. I think that definitely um, resides with what you talked about, you know, expanding your friend group and where you are in life and just being in an env environment that's conducive to your growth. I think both of those are important because you can't like, let's say you move to another state or another city or something and you come to that city with the same mindset, you're going to attract the same people with the same limiting growth beliefs. So I think you have to, if you're going to change your environment, you have to change your mindset as well and be looking for opportunities for growth. So I love that. I love that you said that. And I think that is really important for a lot of women and just youth to know. So um, I do thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I do want to give you the opportunity before we close out to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you for services, they want to contact you or just follow your journey. How can they do that? Uh, the best and easiest way is to go to my website, which is simplyallisonbrown.com. They can sign up for my email list. They could join my Facebook group or um, they can schedule a call if they'd like to know more about what I do. So yeah, simplyallisonbrown.com. I love it. Love it. And we'll have those in the show notes as well for everyone who is interested. We thank you so much, Allison, for sharing your story with us. I think it was great. You know, a woman wearing many hats. I love it. I love it. I think you should do everything your heart desires. You know, we only have one life to live. So why not live it freely? <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Yes. So we thank everyone once again for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.